0: From Hollywood to you.
1: Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest!
0: On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest.
1: Seacrest with you on an Upfront Thursday. We are kicking that off in just a few minutes. Tickets to Jingle Ball every hour in the first few rows. Do you have to be there early, Sissany?
0: I do. I have to get there at like 2 o'clock.
1: Have you seen my schedule?
0: I imagine it's very packed.
1: No, but I haven't seen it. (laughs) I'm asking. Have you seen it?
0: No, I haven't seen it, but it's always packed. I mean, we, we barely see you on Jingle Ball. Yeah. we have <laughs> like
2: a meeting today, minutes. so maybe maybe we'll know your schedule today. I
1: find it hard to believe, though, in it's tomorrow that I don't know my schedule yet. I like to know my schedule. <sighs> no, you don't? No, you don't. I do a day than... out. I don't like to look at it on Tuesday, but today I'd like to look at it. Usually, yeah, it's like it says TB. It says JBTBD.
0: <laughs> I gotta lay of the land.
1: Normally, there's so much going on at Jingle Ball, right, because we're on stage, Mm -hmm. we're backstage, we're shooting a television special, we're saying hello to our advertisers and our partners and all the staff, that you're right, we're moving. I mean, we move constantly throughout the show.
0: We're never, like, sitting. Like, if we're hanging out with each other, we're walking to a stage or we're walking somewhere else together.
1: Yeah, I think we see each other backstage before we all go out on stage together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who's much. coming to Jingle Ball this year? Ed Robbie? Sheeran,
1: Dua Lipa, Lil Nas. <laughs> My boyfriend. Tate McRae. First Jingle Ball. Is Robbie oh, coming to he, Jingle Ball?
0: I wonder yeah. if he'll sit next to Michael.
2: I hope he does. I wanna, I'm want to. i trying to get him so that he's with people.
1: It,
3: is it, did he get seats or is he going to be backstage?
2: Yeah. It's a great question. No, nobody's backstage. Sugarman is handling it.
0: The protocol was is so extreme this year. We have to get tested, show proof of vaccination. So your
1: your men are backstage?
0: I'm not pushing for Michael to come backstage. I'm like, whatever. Just a working (laughs) night. By the way,
1: once you're married, it's like, yeah, go have some fun. I gotta work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, like, I want to see see you after the show.
1: I think you want Robbie to see you work, Tanya. See you do your thing. Yeah. Don't you? Right? Yeah. Have him look at the magic.
2: what do you wear to, like what does one wear to jingle ball I was like i don't know it's any other concert festive fun oh, yeah,
0: so
1: Michael, what's he gonna like, wear
0: treats it like a like it's his show <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he's been a big part of this yeah, morning show for the last uh, yeah, six like, months
0: i need to get my jingle ball outfit i was like relax
1: <laughs> so what is robbie gonna wear
2: i don't know the conversation kind of ended there
1: hmm, i'm curious <laughs> I got to figure that out, too. Yeah. So, Tanya, I was reminded by this caller that you said you hadn't worn deodorant in a while.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to detox my armpits.
1: And, and you, you say you have no aroma?
2: No, I have lots of aroma, but I'm trying to. It,
0: I'm
1: trying. God, I'm not so sure. Like, I'm just not so sure how far you push this.
0: i so glad I we're not back in the studio for this. Me, too.
1: I don't need this for the holidays. (laughs) None of it.
2: I figure if you give it enough days, enough time without deodorant, your body will just adapt.
1: Is there any research on that?
2: No, but you know what's crazy? Ever since I talked about it on the air, I've gotten so many DMs of like lots of different clay detoxes for the armpits and things like that. A lot of people do it.
1: Well, the clay detox I have heard about. And I told you I went from a one I saw all the time into a more more organic deodorant. Uh I think that's better in the long run. But Bobby in L.A. has not worn deodorant for years. How's it going, Bobby?
4: Good morning, Ryan. Yes, I heard you talking about deodorant and not wearing it. I think, And so I thought I'd call in and tell you I have not. And it was all because of the lockdowns because I was at home and I'm a teacher. I was a teacher. And I thought, I'm just at home. Let me, why do I need (laughs) to just not wear it? And no scent. I, it went so on So how long like did that. it take
1: you to get rid of the scent, and you have to be careful what you eat?
4: No, there was no scent at all. And so I Googled it because I thought, this is odd. I mean, it, it was dampness every so often if I go outside or what, but not real, no no scent at all. So I Googled it, and there's apparently there's a gene that you have that some people carry, and it's A, B, B, A, B, B, C, C, 11 or something. And <laughs> I carry that gene,
1: fortunately. Meaning you don't need deodorant if you have that gene?
4: yes you don't mm. you don't need the owner and so apparently, you, you know check and, the alphabet. And, so yeah and, know. Check for that. Hmm.
2: yeah
4: and, you, and so i don't know how, how you check for it but i'm thinking my grandmother's burmese and i think i looked it up and then in a, like in japan today they say this, that the trains don't have any bo scent <laughs> people carry the gene there so
1: and have you gotten any Thank feedback you. from anybody else well, my, my partner, he says, there's no sense. <laughs> so. Well, he's either a, a very good partner or telling the truth. <laughs> but both work. Yeah. Uh, ABC, yeah. I'm looking this up. ABCC11, Gene. They do not produce yes. underarm odor. Well, it might we be interesting to check that. that out. Yeah. Right. If that yes. did, I didn't read that far. Um, so do some you Some produce...
4: people don't need to wear deodorant, apparently. Do you, do you, they, they, you, they may not even know it.
1: Do you produce earwax? No no that's the same gene
4: yeah really yeah wow right, yeah.
1: now tiny check your check all check everything now check it all yeah, See yeah, if you and, got it. yeah
4: and i'm O negative which is like the oldest blood apparently that's the like blood of the gods or something like that but so well, you know you're you a walking amazing. superhero
1: bobby thank yeah. you very much yeah. for calling negative. i appreciate you listening happy holidays.
4: Ryan. i just want to say that my sister Jeannie, she passed a few years ago but she loved you to death she 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 when you came on to Kiss FM, she followed you from the previous radio station. She brought your picture and said, You gotta look at this, look at this man, look at this beautiful man. Oh, <laughs> wow. I just wanted to say it's such an That's honor so to sweet. speak with you. And she would be thrilled to death or So yeah, I just wanted Aww. to say it's such a pleasure and honor to speak with you. And if I could just today's my first day at my new job over at Uncommon Good. It's a non profit. If you ever want some organic fruit, we're serving students and families in the community. Come out and get some organic fruit and you know and vegetables. If you ever in Claremont, head over yeah. to Uncommon Good and come take a visit and look at our That's whole amazing. earth building. You'd love it. You'd love it. They built the students and families built these buildings with their own hands.
1: Wow, you come Bobby. Come out and take a visit I, if you're I, ever in Claremont. We need you more often. Thank you yeah. very much and good luck today. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you.
4: Can I give a shout out to my old school and my students if you don't yes, mind? Yes, of course you can. Thank you so much, Young Kim Academy, Dr. Lauer, and, and Mr. Healy, the best admin in the world, and all my students there. I miss you all tons. Please be nice to your new teacher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, Bobby, you take care. Thanks for calling. Good luck today. You
4: take good care. All bye-bye. right. Bye-bye. Happy holidays.
1: You too. I like her. Mm-hmm. Organic fruits and vegetables all for a good cause. What's wrong with that? Nothing. So if you're flying this holiday season, what do you drink on a flight? Travel experts say you should never order these on a flight. I feel like when I was a kid, I always saw people ordering tomato juice.
0: Tomato juice? That's right. Or
1: or Bloody Mary mix.
0: (sighs) It's not my go-to drink, but okay.
1: Do you drink coffee?
0: No, not really on flights.
1: Really? I do, do too. No.
0: No. Oh, maybe at the very tail end when, you know, when they do, like, the final, like, Okay, do you want something to kind of just wake you up to get off the flight? But well, I'm more of a champagne type of person.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> sometimes that's not available on some flights. Um, <laughs> coffee, they say, this is generalizing, from many, many flights, it's made from water tanks that are never clean, so it's kind of dangerous.
2: Ew. Ew. Do you drink soda? Uh,
0: yeah, maybe. It has to be in the mood.
1: They say the cabin pressure affects the bubbles and the foam more than usual, so it takes a long time to pour and slows the whole process down. I don't mind that so much. And Bloody Marys. They say you're already a little swollen in the air. The high salt content of the Bloody Mary mix or the tomato uh, juice makes it worse. Yeah. Stick with bottled water. Ginger ale is very popular. Yeah. Huh. All right. And ginger ginger ale, they scientifically taste better with altitude. There you go. Take with that what you want. Today's quote of the day. Sometimes you don't always get what you want because you deserve better. Sissy, what's happening this morning?
0: So President Joe Biden is set to kick off a more urgent campaign for Americans to get COVID-19 booster shots today. He will reveal his winter plans for combating the coronavirus and its Omicron variant with enhanced availability of shots and vaccines but without major new restrictions. The plan includes a requirement for private insurers to cover the cost of at-home COVID-19 COVID nineteen tests and a tightening of test requirements for people entering the US regardless of their vaccination status. A person in California who had been vaccinated against COVID-19 became the first in the US to have an identified case of the Omicron variant. Scientists continue to study the risks posed by the new virus strain. Dr. Anthony Fauci told reporters the person was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November 22nd and tested positive on November 29th. Fauci said the person was vaccinated but had not received a booster shot yet and was experiencing mild symptoms. Well, even Christmas trees aren't immune to the pandemic-induced shortages and inflation plaguing the economy. Extreme weather and supply chain disruptions have reduced supplies of both real and artificial trees this season. American shoppers should expect to have fewer choices and pay up to 30% more for both types of trees this
1: Christmas. On
0: Air with Ryan Seacrest.
1: Tonight is the fifth night of Hanukkah. We're 23 days out until Christmas, and today's date is a rare eight-digit palindrome: twelve o two twenty twenty one. All the same numbers, different. Hmm. One two zero two two zero two
5: one. It's also one, Charlie two, Puth's two, birthday. Two,
1: two, two, zero, two, one. and backwards, it's one two zero two two zero two one. That's also, cool. Also, also Charlie Booth and Britney Spears' birthday. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got our upfront tickets at Jingle Ball coming up in just a few minutes. Presented by Capital One. That's tomorrow night. As advertised, BTS will open the show to set the scene.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Jenny is in Anaheim. Jenny, you saw BTS at SoFi on Saturday?
5: Yes, I did.
1: Can you tell me more?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, you're catching me at a good time because I'm just coming out of this, like, fog of sadness since the show Mm -hmm. has ended. Um, It was an amazing show. The energy in the stadium was, like, something I haven't felt in a long time. Granted, no one has. So it was just, like, this unforgettable reunion between BTS and ARMY. It was just amazing.
1: And what was the run of the show? Like, break down some of the set list and how it evolved.
5: Um, well, if, if you had seen their live stream, I think it was like in October, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much that set list, um, but it was amazing. I love Batsay and Black Swan. It was like all of their top songs and some of their songs that they have not performed yet because of their tour um, getting canceled in 2020. So they're, they were finally able to perform some of the songs now, did, that they
1: Did Coldplay did. make a special appearance?
5: Not at my show.
1: What about Megan Thee Stallion?
5: No, I went to the first one on Saturday, so uh, it was just uh, BTS, yeah.
1: So did you hear they're going to be opening up our Jingle Ball?
5: Yes, and I am super excited for everyone going. Uh, It's going to be an iconic moment because they performed two years ago um, at that same stage for Jingle Mm -hmm. Ball, so it's going to be like...
1: I remember the place you could not hear a thing in that place because everybody was screaming. So do you think they'll start, they're going to do two songs right away and then they'll open the show to everybody else. Do you think they'll do dynamite and butter?
5: I think they're going to do probably butter and permission to dance. Those are my predictions.
1: They got to do that.
5: That's true. Yeah. I mean,
1: I gotta Uh, do that. Honestly, any song I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) be. Seems like those, yeah, those into those, but we'll see. Uh, Jenny, what's it like to see a concert at SoFi? I have not yet.
5: It was incredible. Um, It was just so, so many people, obviously. I think it was sold out um, and it was just incredible. Everyone with their army bombs, it was just, they lit up, and um, it was just so amazing.
1: Well, you've... Uh, I can't even speak
5: to it because I'm just, like, so amazed You're still in the fog. You're still in the wake oh, yeah. of the, all the fun.
1: Well, we appreciate your report. Thank you for calling, Jenny. You have a great one in Anaheim. You too. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's going to be nice. I mean, you, you know, they take... The, well, they have in the past taken the stage just before... The lights come up on the stage, but everybody can see Mm -hmm. their bodies out there. So they start going nuts.
0: Oh, I know. And the fact that they're opening, you have
1: to get there early. Tubbs, what's this news I hear? What? What news? I heard you joined the army. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? The (laughs) BTS army? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I heard you joined the BTS army. I couldn't help it. Everybody's enlisted tomorrow night. Enlist. All right. So do you think being over the top works when trying to get someone back or pretending to move on? This is the trending report. Let me make sure I understand. You're trying to get the person back?
2: Yes. So do you think, like, the approach of being very vocal and loud and, like, posting on Instagram, I want to get you back, is the way to go? Or playing the game and Uh pretending to move on? If it's genuine... Be as over the top as you want
0: to be, if you're being genuine.
2: uh, Think about it. I'll tell you why I bring it up. Because Kim announced that about eight months ago that she was filing for divorce from Ye. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. And (laughs) as we have all seen, Kim is spending a lot of time with Pete Davidson. And Ye was linked to model Irina Shayk. But it seems like right now, he's not going down without a fight. With it for this divorce, he he's posting pictures on his Instagram stories of he and Kim with this TMZ um, headline that reads, "Kanye West says God will bring Kim and him back together." So he's making it very very public that he wants to win Kim back, and that's what kind of led me to this question of if you were in a relationship and your significant other was you know if you guys broke up and they were trying to win you back. Would you find the public displays of affection endearing and make you want to pursue that, or, as much as I hate to say it, would you fall victim better if they played the game and tried to act like they were moving on and then you miss them and then want them back?
1: No, 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 bad strategy. I think if you really want them, just be, just be clear about it.
0: Yep. You
2: think? I, so? I
1: think no. I think there's yeah. I think there's much more risk in playing the game. You play the game and they believe you're moving on, then. It's your fault.
0: Exactly.
1: At least if Why? you say, you... I want no you game. back, you know that they know that's what you want. But this game's an extra step of BS, Tanya.
2: I just think, like, if you really thought about it and this per- and the person was, like, posting on social media for all your friends to see, wouldn't you be a little bit, like, cringe?
1: I mean, it's all cringe to me on social, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I, it's all cringe. <laughs> but you didn't give me that choice to not do it on social. So true. You just said do it on social. No, I think if you want someone back, make it clear. If you want someone back and you pretend to be with somebody else, no. Not having it.
2: So your team yay.
1: I'm not picking a team. I'm just (laughs) telling you what I would do. I would call the person and say, or text the person and say, this is dumb. I made a mistake. I'm coming over. Let's talk in person. Don't come over. Okay, fine. Respect. When can I come over? You can't. Well, I'm outside. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like,
0: oh, girl, so romantic.
1: I'm, I'm here. I'm at, I'm at our favorite place where we get pizza. Come on. 45 minutes. Yeah. Cute. So that's cute? You like that?
0: Yeah. Yes. Straightforward.
1: Well, maybe I've had some experience with this. hmm uh-huh. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7 KISS FM. It's time for Ryan's Roses. Dear Ryan and Sicily, my husband left his email open, so I looked. I saw a password reset email for a dating app. Let me grab Carrie and Lakignana. Carrie, I'm sure your stomach dropped when you saw this password reset email. What could it be for? Ugh. Any idea?
6: Well, I it's a dating app.
1: And is there any likely alibi or justification for that? Honestly,
6: I have no idea. I I um I'm I feel sick sick about it
1: to be honest.
6: I don't know if he's just bored or we've been together a long time. I I'm not really sure what what is happening.
1: Do you feel like you've lost a little something in your relationship?
6: Well, yeah, but I thought, you know, it was just turning into something deeper you know where it didn't have you know of course like romantic love goes away um
1: how long have so you been together I,
6: we've been
0: together 12 years did you say that your romance goes away or what did you say Well, it just—it just the the
6: the relationship changes, you know. Like when you first start dating someone, it's very exciting and romantic, and you're you're learning about each other. But after twelve years, I mean, you know everything about each other, and it becomes deeper. You don't, you know, it's it's more of a bond. It's it's not as exciting most of the time because you know you're with a person so often, you know, and um, it's steady and stable.
1: And now, Tony, you're up. an expert dating apps. Is there any reason why someone would get a password reset email that's not using the dating app for themselves?
2: No. I would say because I was on a dating app for a very long time and didn't realize I was still on it when I was in my relationship. But the fact that you've been married for twelve years, I feel like that there's no way. There's no way. There's no way.
1: Okay. We've met Carrie. She thinks her husband's on a dating app. We're going to find out now. Carrie, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call, and then your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead.
6: Ryan, you have my permission to call on Kiss FM.
1: Okay, we are going to do that now. Be very quiet until we tell him he's on the air. Let's see what we can find out, okay? Okay. Here we go.
0: Hi, is this Colin?
7: Uh, I just... Uh, wait, who's
0: this? Hi, my name is Candace. I'm calling from Cece's Flowers. How are you doing?
7: Okay, uh, I'm fine.
0: Who's so Flowers? I'm, Cece's Flowers. We actually deliver in the La Cunata area, and we're offering local residents right now a promotion. It's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They are free. We just hope that you refer to friends and family.
4: How
7: did you get my number
0: oh, we have a database you may have uh, purchased something online in the, within the past 18 months and opted in to get promotional offers from local vendors
7: i'm, I'm pretty careful about that i don't usually sign up for that kind of stuff well,
0: that's how know. we get our database i don't maybe somebody in your well, household did
7: oh this is this is my personal cell, so i I, yeah, I don't have a i don't know yeah okay so what, what are you doing
0: it's a dozen free red roses that you could send to anybody that you'd like today. We're just trying to get the word out about our business. And if you like them, then hopefully you come back as a paying customer the next time What's but the name Today of the they're business?
7: free. What, what, okay. What's the name of your business?
0: Cece's flowers.
7: Okay. Well, I've heard of Cece's pizza. I've never heard of Cece's flowers. Um, thank you. Brand I'm new. not interested.
0: Are you sure there's oh. nobody that you don't have a wife, mom, anybody,
1: sister?
7: Um, yeah, no, I don't don't really know. All right. If I if I'm going to get flowers, I can, I can buy them, but thank you.
1: Colin. Hello.
3: Who is this?
1: Colin, it is Ryan Seacrest. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. And we've got your wife, Carrie on the line. Colin, we have information that you're on a dating app. Can you tell your wife what that's about?
7: Okay. Well, I, I don't know if uh, you talked to my wife, obviously. I don't know if she told you I'm a writer. Uh, she did not so tell I, me write, what
1: you do. No, we didn't get that far.
7: Right. So I'm a, uh, I write screenplays and this is my career. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am writing something right now, a thriller that has to do with a dating app. And I am completely foreign to this idea of, you know, just cause I've, I missed the whole dating app phase of, of dating. And, uh, so I'm using this dating app to see how people react and people like the typical things, how people so you're, interact. you're
1: you're active on the dating app as yourself, as someone else for research.
7: Uh, Well, I mean, I, I it, it's not myself. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is for a, a screenplay I'm writing. It's a thriller. I don't know. I mean, since maybe I should pitch it to you. I don't know. Um, but no, this is not me on a dating app.
0: Why wouldn't you tell your wife that?
6: yeah great question
7: Well I, I don't know I, maybe I should run by all the script ideas that I have with my wife I, I see that's 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 that's,
1: for- that's that's not the right reaction I don't think Colin I don't think but Carrie, well, I, let me ask you a question does is mm-hmm. this plausible is this possible?
6: I mean I guess it is, but it, yeah okay he doesn't run every. Script idea by me, but you would think that something like this, you would run by me, like so that yeah, just because I, some
1: just so yeah. something like this wouldn't happen, right? Totally,
4: exactly, exactly. But now, or you, Colin, you know are, like, me,
1: Carrie. There, there's an easy way to move on from this, Colin. She knows you're doing this screenplay. None to hide. So show her what you're doing on the dating app. Show us, show her what you're doing, so she has peace of mind. Keep yeah. her, keep her connected to it. This morning, you know? okay. Great. Well, then, That's Carrie, you, you can go check it all out. All right? And if, you, if he is indeed writing about this world, then we're good. Okay. All right? All righty. All righty. Thanks, guys. I think it seems plausible.
0: It does. It just seems sketchy that he just didn't wasn't transparent with his wife.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, who knows how people think, but you would think – hey, I'm going to engage in this research just so you know, ha, 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 nothing's going on in case you happen to open my email. Yeah. But he did. did, Look, he left his email open. It wasn't like he was trying to hide something. Sure. So I get why Colin's wife, Carrie, was concerned because – She saw an email come into his email about a password from a dating app. Like, what? Mm -hmm. in what possible scenario could that be okay, and what's the alibi there? Well, turns out he had a pretty good one. He said he's a screenwriter, and he's writing about the dating world, and he doesn't know about dating apps in that world, and this is part of his research, and that would make sense.
0: It does make sense. Is there something there with the fact that he had to reset his password, meaning it had been so long that he hadn't logged into the app, that he didn't remember it? And also, you know, we do research for work purposes on this
2: show. And like when there's a new dating app, when I was single, like Sisney would look at mine so she could like understand it. You know what I mean? She didn't get her own. She looked, she Mm -mm. went to her single friend that was on it and like looked around hers. The other way is
0: fun.
1: I just think he made a mistake by not telling his wife he was doing this kind of research. Not Maybe not all yeah. research he does, but this kind, right? Totally. So do you think he's legit?
0: I'm torn. Something's up with why he had to reset the password. Why did it take so long to go back into the
1: app? But he left his email open. He's, he wasn't trying to hide that email. Yeah, but guys are forget things like that. Wait, guys, you can't just guys this. You can't do the whole gender of guys and generalize. Every guy forgets to close his email. Yeah, they're so all sloppy, things like that. We're not all sloppy about things like that. <laughs> A little bit. Ava, good morning. How you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you guys? Doing well. So do you think that Colin is telling the truth or not?
4: Oh, I definitely think he's lying. I mean, there's just there's just no way. Like... He had to do a total password reset right so like he was on there before and is that's now insane. getting back on there for this reason but that definitely seems suspect he says he's never had to deal with dating apps and so that's weird it i don't know i just i don't trust this guy i think he's a total liar and mm-hmm. i i just <laughs> i think he you know he even got upset right like he seems.
1: he of, did get a little too upset yeah. for me he 20. that that left a bad taste he got a little too upset now Here's the thing. Carrie's going to go and find out right now. She's going to see all of this. So she'll be able to have some material to look at and make a decision of whether or not he's telling the truth. So that's the good news in all of it.
4: Well, I guess. I mean, he could just go on there, delete any conversations that were being had, keep one kind of you know safe one. Like, look, I only chatted with this one. You know, like, I don't know. It's not like they're in the same room together. He's got plenty of time to hide the evidence. Well,
1: no matter what, Abby, you're right. He had poor judgment here because if he's researching on a dating app and he's feeling it out, he should have told his wife about it. I mean, it's just too high risk. All right, thanks for calling. Appreciate you.
0: This should have been like a funny misunderstanding, like laugh about it almost, and he was just so angry the whole time.
1: Well, I mean, we did call him cold.
0: But still, if you you're innocent... Be not-
1: well, yeah, but we it could be caught off guard.
4: Yeah.
1: Carrie's going to find out.
4: On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.
1: So, packages are left at your door. A lot of y'all have a little camera outside where you can see them on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can scream at somebody that's grabbing them. But a lot of y'all don't. And more and more packages, I think, are being picked up. And especially this time of year, people know the packages are going to be on folks' front door
0: yeah exactly
1: so are there are there tips are there things you can do to prevent a stolen package that's sitting there sis
0: i think so because i have been a victim of this and it's awful it happened to me a few years ago actually on jingle ball day and i remember because i had ordered a bunch of stuff on black friday and then it was jingle ball week and then i guess it all got delivered that friday when we were at jingle ball uh huh. And I didn't realize because we were just so busy. And then the weekend went by and by Sunday I was kind of like seeing my email alerts like, oh, that something was delivered and I never got it, et cetera, et cetera. So what I did after that was I signed up to FedEx and UPS alerts. So I created accounts on them and they basically even if you buy something on Amazon, it, and it gets shipped from UPS or any other company for that matter. Then UPS sends you an alert, whether via text, email, however you want to set it up. So it tells you, "Hey, a package is on the way. You should get it tomorrow between noon and 2. And you're just more on top of it, basically, than just being blind to
5: so packages. So it's not
1: foolproof, away. but you're more aware.
0: Yes, you're very much more aware. And then another thing that I've done in the past is I've sent stuff to work <laughs> because we have a mail room.
1: That's a. Are we allowed? That's are we allowed to do that? <laughs> I don't
0: know if we're allowed, to I think it's a gray area. I don't take advantage of it, but I feel like... Eh, it, you might... You kind of have
1: also to. Also depends what you're sending. What if the mailroom opens up your package? And they have the right... They should be able to do it, right?
0: No, they can't open up your package. Not if, if it's you sent to it, you.
1: If a package comes to the company?
0: Not to the company. It comes to you, Ryan Seacrest, at... You know, in
1: Birmingham. Well, yeah, but it's coming through the iHeart system.
0: They can't open your mail.
1: <laughs> Are you oh. sure they can't open a package yeah, you can't <laughs> open for security mail. purposes? I think they can open packages. It's like a federal no, offense. No, they cannot. If yeah. I get a package sent to me, Tubbs opens packages all the time. What's that package? Well, yeah. Over there? What's I it? mean, there's yeah, a package for you. Right
2: but like, yeah, for me.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. But we work for
1: you. It's no, different. Here, here's
0: different. a package right here. <laughs> what is so,
1: it? Oh, this is good stuff. Someone open it up. It's candy pop. That popcorn. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a package from uh, for some booze over there earlier. Who is that from? Nice. Mariah Carey. Now, Tubbs, did you well, open that up? I might have. Tubbs
0: opens it because he knows you're never going to open it, and sometimes it's stuff that we need to
1: open, for, whether it's for the show. But or... that's company policy, never. I think, right, Tubbs? I'm not sure. I just, uh, I'm just looking for free food and booze. Because I think he knows <laughs> a lot of stuff we get sent is just that. Free
5: food
1: and booze. <laughs> so true. Uh, it's all right. So well, true. I think any little bit helps, but be aware.
5: Yeah.
0: Just be on top of it. It's just so crazy. I feel like people are so desperate right now. We've, we're almost like two years into this pandemic. Like, I get that money's tight. I'm not condoning people stealing, obviously, but it's just, it's the reality of what's happening. You hear, you've seen all these smash and grabs that are happening yeah. almost every other day around the city.
1: That is crazy. I mean, yeah. it's happening and it continues to happen. And just to see that video Mm -hmm. of so many people rushing in and breaking open the cabinets Yeah. Um, all right just be alert benjamin in lake elsinore benjamin how you doing
3: good good
1: morning ryan good morning benjamin how can we help you
3: hi i had a See, i just went through a breakup of 12 13 years uh with the mother of my children and i want to see if i can get your advice ryan you know as a bro you know, I, I know you, and you know, I recently heard you a couple weeks ago, I think was a month ago, you said you went through a breakup and it was hard for you, and you were actually working on the radio at the time. And, uh, you know, if I can also get maybe some girl advice from Tanya and the girls of why my ex, is, you know, has moved on so quickly. Why is she doing what she's doing, and, you know, on her dating a dating side?
1: Got you. Well, what happened?
3: Well, so we went through a, a breakup. Um, What happened was she said I pushed her away. Uh, I wasn't affectionate with her emotionally. I wasn't, you know, um, you know, giving her kisses and hugs and stuff like that. And, And I guess it pushed her away from me. And I guess it got to the point where she said she forced herself to pull her feelings away from me. But when I asked her if she's trying to go see someone or go see other guys, she said no, but I caught her in the act towards the end before we broke up. She was talking to multiple guys and she even cheated on me and lied about it. And it's like she's still doing the same thing. She's still talking to multiple guys. And she says she forced herself to pull her feelings away from me. And it hasn't even been four months. And I just want to know, you know, like from the girl side. But wait, did uh, you, you know,
1: did you, this is the mother of your child? Yeah, yeah. All right. Did you break up before she no, I, was with someone else?
3: No, uh, we were so we were still living together while she was talking to guys. But were uh, you? did you, you decide
1: up. you were broken up at that point yet?
3: Uh, she said, no, we weren't broken up, but she said she had already gave up and was done trying and she didn't have feelings for me no more. But we were still together for the last two, three months while all this was
1: going on. I mean, this is a tough one because I know sometimes we don't give or show the affection that we probably need to show as men to the people we are with. And over time, uh, I don't know, we get laser. We just don't want to do it. There's some other thing at work there. But over time, that's compounded. And I can Mm -hmm. understand why she would say, okay, look, if you don't want to show me love, I'm going to pull my feelings away from you, and I'm going to give you the cold shoulder, too. I think the real issue for me, that's all understandable. I think the real issue for me is when she pulled away from you and gave you the cold shoulder, did she go further By seeing another guy before you guys said, we're not together, like broken up.
0: Meaning, like, did she cheat on him?
1: I understand pulling (laughs) away, but the cheating is what I'm trying to figure out when that happened. Pulling away, I mean, that's going to happen if you're not showing affection. But then did she take it further?
3: Yeah, so we were towards the end. uh, I felt it, and, you know, I was trying to work on it. I was fighting and fighting, doing everything I can. And like I said, I, mean, I know that's not the thing you do, begging all that, but, you know, I learned the hard way. But uh, she was talking to guys in between, and then towards the end, when I guess we were about to break up, is when she had cheated. So then we broke up, but we were still living together for that same month. And then that's when she still continues to see other men while we were still living in the well, same that, house. Hall, but we that's, I mean,
1: look, that part's really hard, but if you broke up, she can kind of do what she wants to do. My question is, you say she cheated when you were about to break up. Had you broken up or not when she saw the other guy in person?
3: We were not broken up yet.
1: Okay. Then I I mean mm. and no, what do hurt. you and, yeah. and what do you want to do? You want to get back together with her?
3: I really do. Like I love her now. and I even told her like I'm willing to forgive you if you can forgive me for what I've done to you, you know, hurt you physically uh, not physically but emotionally. If you and I'll forgive you for what you've done, you know.
1: So, can you? So, th- this is this is this could be good news. So, Benjamin, can you can your ego let it go that she was with another man while she was with you?
3: I can, that's how much I love her.
1: Okay, if you can do that, that's great. If you want to get back together with her, can you show her the affection on a regular basis that she wants?
3: Yes, I can, but at the moment, it's hard because she's seeing other guys. Well, she has to stop seeing –
1: I mean, look, to me this goes like this. I love you more than anything in the world. I know I caused you to pull away. Mm. I don't believe you did the right thing after you pulled away, but I'm willing to forgive you for it to start over so that I can give you what you need so you stay with me. I mean, Mm. I just think – and the other guys go away immediately. I mean, there's no other – that doesn't get to stick around. But I think it's two part. It's like I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you what I didn't show you, and I'm gonna forgive you. But come back to me yeah. and let's do this together. And if she believes you and trusts you, then she will give you a chance. If she doesn't give you a chance, she wants to move on, which is gonna suck.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's my hard part right there. I get, bro. No, that's that's a hard the hard part, part, part in all of it. Everything. everything. It
1: always sucks. I get it. Yeah, man. Well, it Benjamin, does. like I said, I know you went to something, Ryan, so... Well, keep us posted, bro. We appreciate you. All right, my man? Thank you for calling in. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. God, relationships really are a bummer. That one was stressful.
2: On air with
1: Ryan Seacrest. Hey, I wanted to tell you guys something really cool. You know, we have the Seacrest Studios as part of the Ryan Seacrest Foundation in children's hospitals around the country. We started in Atlanta. These are radio and TV studios that are in the lobbies of children's hospitals. And kids get to use them, get to interview celebrities, get to make their own shows. And they broadcast up into all the rooms. And they started in Atlanta. We did the first one. Then Boston. I thought, wow, we're going to grow this thing. And my sister Meredith, my mom, dad, all work there every day. We got Charlotte, Cincinnati, Dallas, Denver, Nashville. Obviously, here in Orange County, Children's Hospital, Philadelphia, Orlando, Washington D.C. There's a lot of Seacrest Studios around the country, mm-hmm. and uh, we are announcing the next one. Can't believe we've got so many. This is going to be at Cohen Children's Medical Center in New York. It's our
3: first awesome.
1: Seacrest Studios in the New York City area and it goes into that list of the others around the country and what's so inspiring about all these different studios in different cities is that they're working together to create this network of programming to keep the kids entertained and distracted while they're in the hospitals for the different challenging treatments and it gives their parents a break too because their parents can you know get, get a breather relax a little bit while the kids are playing in the studio. Yeah. So very excited about that. Cohen Children's Medical Center in New York. Congratulations. So, well, That's amazing. Secret studio. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mom, Dad, Meredith, and to everybody who works in all of those studios. And you know, the other interesting thing about every one of these cities where there's a studio is that the people who work inside the studios are getting credits for internships at colleges in broadcasting. So that they've got real credits when they finish from working in a live studio. Yeah. So very exciting.
0: Very, very cool.
1: And thank you to everybody at uh, Cohen Children's for that. So, Sisney, you're doing something as a first this Christmas, right?
0: Yeah. So tonight at dinner, we are going to announce to our children that our very first elf has arrived from the North Pole. Uh, We have not opened the package yet, so we don't know if the elf is a he or a she, or we haven't named the elf yet, but this is a a first for us. Elf on the Shelf is going to be a new addition to the Via Clara family.
1: The elf never visited my house's shelves when I was a kid.
0: We never had an elf on the shelf.
1: And does the elf schedule the elf's arrival? At this time, or can the elf come at any time for any shelf?
0: The elf likes to come right around the holidays, and being that it's you know the beginning of December, I feel like the elf chose our family. And so the elf could be very go. busy,
1: and so you're the second, other people the third, fourth, and so on.
0: Right, and the elf will go return to the North Pole after the holidays are over. Huh. But in the meantime, we'll be at our home, and we'll move throughout the evening or throughout the night when we're sleeping, and. Will be in different areas of our house, not I'm necessarily scared. on the shelf the entire time. I'm
1: scared. Does does the elf come while I'm asleep?
0: No, he's he basically or she. the elf is here. The elf is here to watch over our family and report back to Santa on how Aza and Max and, Oh, it's a and, Nest cam from so the North there. Pole? Yeah. Kind of. It is it is you know, the elf. I am for a Santa. little
1: scared. No, this is of all. The great. elf listening and really <laughs> yeah. No, I was always scared when the rain... I would hear the reindeer, and I was like, oh, my gosh, do not breathe. Santa's here right now.
0: I'm excited for this, but I know that the elf is very busy at times throughout this month, and I just don't know how much our elf will move throughout the house. Perhaps so you, it might just stay on the shelf for a week. And,
1: do you have to feed mm-hmm. the elf while the elf is there?
0: You know, it could be nice maybe to leave a little bit of food, but... um. For the most part, the elf kind of just feeds themselves probably in the middle of the night. and just does Wow. Yeah, they the can go in the kitchen do. and, like, peruse. Mm-hmm. They go to the bathroom,
2: Tiny, too. did you All ever have
1: that. the elf ever come to your house when you were growing up on a shelf?
0: No, the elf didn't come to my house. No. This is, like, a new thing, I feel.
1: Santa's just sharing the elves now.
0: Yeah. Santa He's wasn't into it back so in the 90s. More. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Well,
1: that's exciting. Keep us posted on where the elf may roam.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll put it on my Instagram.
1: On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to wrap up this broadcast, is Are you on after this?
0: I sure am. Let's so do it. So you
1: and then Gabby Diaz.
0: Yes, and it's up front Thursday, so I got those Jingle Ball tickets.
1: All right, so she's going to keep it running. We're back with you tomorrow with a hometown hustler after 8 and the morning hack. Oh, the morning hack at 6.55, the one food you should never order on a first date. I'm going to tell you that. This is Kiss. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.